Good morning. This is Michael Whitehouse with episode 13 of the Michael's Motivation Podcast. If we were to assign a number from 1 to 10 for everything that happens in our lives, 1 is truly awful, gut-wrenching, terrible things, and 10 is amazing, euphoric, you know, birth of a child kind of things, and you average them all together, you'd find that most people's lives hover somewhere in a, a happy medium, 6, 7. But what happens if you're only averaging in the lower number ones, or giving a higher weight to the lower number ones. That's what most of us do. We pay more attention to the day-to-day frustrations. Someone cuts you off in traffic, maybe that's a three. That's annoying. Someone cuts you off in traffic again, that's a three. You had no show for an appointment, that's a two. Well, two is probably a little low, but you get the idea. And those happen all the time. Whereas the good things tend to be more acute, more one-off events. You know, take my daughter, for example. She is frequently doing things that get on my nerves, not going to bed on time or arguing or not listening. And then she sometimes does things that are amazingly wonderful, precocious things, smart things, loving, caring things. But of course, there's more by volume of the little annoying moments than the beautiful, wonderful moments. And so it's easy to think having a child is really annoying and frustrating. And if you if you overweight the negative parts, it doesn't feel like it's worth it. But if you weight everything properly, then it most certainly is worth it. I had a day yesterday that got me thinking along these lines. I've been getting kind of frustrated because in my business it's very up and down. And there's far more little negatives than big positives. The positives, the good things that happen, they're big. They're huge. But the little niggling negative ones, those are the ones that wear you down. And one of the things that really gets on my nerves, I believe I mentioned this in previous podcasts, is when people who don't know who I am treat me like some sort of common telemarketer. Why does that bother me? Because in my heart of hearts... I wonder if they're right. Now, in cooler, calmer moments, I know I'm not. I know that I have shared with with people, with different people in the community, over $100,000 in referred business and opportunities over the last year. I know that I have brought great joy and benefit to thousands and thousands of people in the communities that I serve with my publications. I know that I'm not a common telemarketer. But in that moment, when I receive a text message from someone that says, take my number off your call list, in that moment, in their world, I'm a telemarketer. I'm just some guy trying to sell them something and take advantage of them and interrupt their day. I'm not, but in their mind, I am. And I've always been kind of susceptible to other people's perceptions. So when I receive that message for that moment, I'm pulled into their world. And I have to fight to maintain my own proper worldview. I got one of those text messages yesterday, right after being no-showed, but not just no-showed. This was one of those really special no-shows. I arrived at the the place I was supposed the business I was supposed to meet the business owner, and the door was locked, as sometimes happens. So I sent a I called, got a voicemail, sent a text message. I said, "I'm here for our meeting. Are you on your way?" The meeting was at one o'clock. I sent the message at about 1.02. I heard back at 1.05, yes, I'm on my way. Well, at 
I sent a message saying my schedule is very busy, and at this point, even if you show up now, we won't have enough time to really have a good conversation. So I'm going to have to go on to my next meeting, give me a call, we'll reschedule. At 2.06, 66 minutes later, an hour and six minutes later, when I was pretty much at my next meeting, I got a message back from the person I was supposed to meet with telling me that they had arrived an hour and six minutes later. You, you don't do that to a networking partner. You do that to a salesman. And I knew she was thinking of me as a salesman because the next text message after I, I uh, replied was saying, was saying, yeah, I don't really have any money to spend anyway, so it's probably not a big deal. I'm not a salesman coming to take your money. I'm a networking partner. Now, some people I meet with do end up turning out to be good sponsorship matches. They're trying to reach the market we're trying to reach, the platform that we use, the good way to deliver their message, and it will benefit their business. Great thing. More often than not, obviously, my closing ratio is not above 50%, so more often than not, that's not the case. More often than not, I can help someone through referrals, through recommendations, through connecting them to resources, whether it's in town or government or whatever, and that's the value I bring. So, I had that no-show. I had that text message. And I was feeling pretty down. I was starting to get pulled into their world. And of course, excuse me, all the usual rejections that I get throughout the day. And I was starting to get pulled into their world and starting to get frustrated. And then I went to my next meeting. And the gentleman I was going to meet with came in, recognized me, because he'd looked me up online before coming to meet. Smart thing to do. Most people don't do it. And he said, oh, Michael, good, glad you're here. I'm so glad you took the time to meet with me. I looked you up online because I wanted to know who I was meeting with because I didn't really know really what we are going to talk about. <clears throat> I looked at your website. I'm really excited. I'm actually so thankful that you took the time to meet with me. I'm so thankful you took the time to meet with me, said the business owner that I had made an appointment with. Because he had taken the time to learn who I was and what I could do and what I could offer and was excited about what I could offer and wanted to take full advantage of it. We had our meeting. I was able to connect him with some good resources from the, the town and some other business resources. And he did, it did turn out to be a good fit to be a partner as well with, with the publication. But even if it wasn't, it still would have been a great meeting because I was able to provide value and he recognized that. And the lesson here is... That's only one single point of validation against many, 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 many points of devalidation. But the points of devalidation don't matter. There are people who don't know me. There are people who don't matter. Their opinions are worthless because their information is worthless. The person who actually knew me recognized the value I could bring and got the reward for it by being able to take advantage of the value that I could bring. I imagine this probably happens to many of you out there as well. People don't understand you. They don't understand what you can do. They don't understand what you have to offer. People like to shortcut. They want to put you in a box. They want a simple, shorthand way to understand what you are. You're a salesperson. You're an entrepreneur. You're a teacher. You're a mother. You're a woman. You're a short person. You're whatever. They want a box to put you in so they don't have to think about you anymore and can very quickly triage 
who's worth my time and who is not. It's partly ego, but mostly laziness. And to say laziness isn't fair because it's fatigue. We're all exhausted. We live in a, in a world where it's very difficult to manage our daily business because it's so complex at this point and people just want to keep it simple. They don't know you. They don't know what you can or can't offer, but they just want you to go away so they don't have to worry about it. They want everything to go away. That's why so much of our culture is built around escapism, because we're all exhausted. That's what you're dealing with when people reject you and try to invalidate you. They just want you to go away so that you're not one more stressor on their plate. So don't take that personally. That's their problem and shouldn't be yours. Although, frankly, it's probably your problem, too, also being overstressed and wanting other people to go away. So you're probably the giver and the receiver in this case. But when you're the receiver, don't take that personally. And I know, as I've often said, this is the motivational podcast I record for myself. But the listeners may also benefit. Don't take that personally. That says much more about the person rejecting you than it says about you. Because you bring value, and you know what that value is. And ultimately, the challenge in the game is to figure out how to make sure that you can show that value to others in the limited time you have to present it. And that's really the challenge in trying to build a business or build a brand or build a personal reputation. And if you can overcome that, then you can achieve some really great success. That's what I'm working on myself. If you have any thoughts on that, any successes you've achieved, I mean, I've certainly had some success myself. I'm going to start leading with my website a bit. Uh, I think I'm actually going to start trying to push that out more to really build my personal brand so people understand all that I do and all that I offer. That website, by the way, is guywhoknowsaguy.com. If you have thoughts or things that have worked for you, by all means, send me an email, michael at guywhoknowsaguy.com. Call, text, 203-707-1245. And, of course, if we have a meeting, for crying out loud, show up. Or if you can't show up, reschedule. Don't show up an hour and six minutes late. That does not ingratiate me to you. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and gotten something good out of it. Uh, If you have, please do share it. Um, If you're listening to it on some podcasting platform, which I imagine you are, then please rate and leave a review, preferably a five-star review, if that is appropriate to your podcast platform. I would love to hear your feedback and how I can make this better and more valuable for you. I'm Michael Whitehouse. You are my listener, and you have my gratitude for being so.